Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start at Up podcast, a member of the Education Podcast Network. Today, it's an in-studio thing, and that actually it's an in-classroom thing, in the sense that I have the two winners of a pitch competition that was put on by the state of Indiana and Ball State University, and it was kind of interesting because, full disclosure, I had nothing to do with the judging, yeah. uh, because uh, they're, they're my two students. And uh, I'll introduce you to them to a second. Uh, the the pitch competition though was called Indiana Innovate Within, um, and they had contestants from over all nine regions uh, in Indiana, and those are like economic regions. And basically, what they wanted is uh, an innovative, cool idea or business idea. And they it didn't have to be an existing business. Although I will say the ones that placed well were already existing businesses um, that were started by you know 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds. Um, but it was a unique opportunity to see the entrepreneurial spirit that is abundant in the state. So the cool thing is that they didn't ask me to judge, which I was grateful for because several of my students applied and did well. Um, but right now we have Colin and Jackson. Colin, uh, I'll let you kick it off. Uh, first of all, explain to everybody what your winning, I, I can't even say winning idea, what your winning product business was. Yeah. Well, first off, thanks for having me on, Don. We appreciate being on here. Um, we think it's cool that we get to talk about this on here, and we think that's cool that we get to share a lot of kind of the cool innovation and entrepreneurship that's going on here in Indiana. Um, so yeah, I started a company back in September called Educade. We started out by making educational board games for high school business classes. I mean, that's what we do now. Jackson came on, in, uh, I think November. And we, we originally started where we had about seven or eight different board games that we were going to make. We realized that was just stupid and absurd because we were trying to prove an MVP, not take over the world. So we, we brought it down to three just to prove our business model. And that's where we currently sit at. We have a game that teaches business management, one that teaches marketing, and one that teaches entrepreneurship. Um, they're all played on the same board game. And the, the games kind of revolve around the idea of a lemonade stand. Um, and then so we, we've, we've had a lot of success with that. We've built a lot of prototypes where, well, a lot of them are even ready for the market. Um, they've been tested by a lot of students and got a lot of feedback from a lot of teachers, really been implementing that in the process. And we refined the games, gone through several, several versions of them to where we really are today. Um, and it's just been that process of refining and testing and kind of what we've been doing in the class since, since we really got into it. Yeah, Jackson? So yeah, I'm Jackson. Um, as you mentioned earlier, um, when I joined in November, this was originally just supposed to be for a business club. I was just gonna present this with Colin. Um, the business club was called DECA, and through the innovations class, I was actually working with one of my other buddies, Michael Ciceri, on a t-shirt company. I told Colin, I'll join Educate if that fails. And then I worked on the t-shirt company for about a month longer and then I just went up to call and I said hey I'd really like to join Educate he goes sure come on and then we immediately started working you know a couple of things uh, crossed my mind is like and and I say this lovingly because it, neither of you flinched you guys have had a resume of failures mm -hmm. in the past oh yeah very and perfect. uh <laughs> you, you want to weigh in on that one Colin? yeah yeah so this is actually funny when you say when you say resume failures I can actually like take this quite literally because I actually have a a, an actual resume of just my failures. I made it for John McDonald. Um, 
Yeah, so I started my first, my first company I started was freshman year. That was so terrible that, I mean, we, it, I think it got up to LLC status and then it just kind of like stopped right there. And I realized, hey, it was the first time I ever started a business and it was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, and then so I kind of took the next year, did a lot of independent learning, uh, watched a lot of podcasts, uh, did a lot of reading online, read a lot of articles, blogs, YouTube videos, kind of taught myself entrepreneurship for the next year. Started a company called Link. Then I joined the innovations class. That was junior. Or that was junior year. Um, Jackson was also on for Link too, and that one got further. That one got a lot further. We actually started to purchase things and started to bring in money. Now we lost money, and we we went we ended up failing, uh, realizing that we still had no idea what we were doing. Um, but I noticed that it was better than before. And then every time I started a business, I noticed that. I was doing more things right. I wasn't repeating the same mistakes, and I, I, I was I was constantly kind of moving up the ladder. And I knew I knew that soon enough. If I just kept starting businesses, and if I just kept learning and kept learning from my mistakes, I would eventually get there. Um, Educate has already been way more successful than my past startups have, and I think we've done a really good job of not making the same mistakes that we made in the past. And we wouldn't really be able to do that if we hadn't made those mistakes in the past. Jackson? Um, so the failures is kind of the reason for Educate. So Colin and I were business students in the classroom our freshman year. We were both getting A's, always raising our hand, answering the questions, and we were always right. Then going outside the classroom, we had our startups, and we're wondering, why are we not prepared whatsoever? And since we learned that the best way to learn business is by doing business, how there's the extreme of a textbook and a teacher, and then the other extreme of going outside the classroom and actually starting a business. Since Educate is a business educational board game, it's kind of a medium. It provides the students with a simulated hands-on experience of running a business. And actually what's funny about the games is failures integrated within the games. So the students will be able to learn from these failures and then optimize their chance the next time that they get that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I, what I love hearing is is that like and where I was just having this discussion in class um, not too long ago is that there were some people that had like some disappointment because their project didn't knock it out of the park, and then by the end of the year they're realizing that it had to be that way, like it almost would have been a curse for you to have a decent amount of success at the beginning because then you get complacent. You're like, oh, there's nothing for me to improve on, mm -hmm. or there's no way I can go, but you know, down from here. Um, so when you talked about your, your early business experiences with T-shirts and with Link and everything else like that, um, I think that that is one of the things that we're wanting to do more than ever is like, you know, I, I was on Tom Bilyeu's show and the way he introduced the class is that, uh, giving somebody a safe place to fail. And I, and I think that you guys understood that more than, than most because you had to have gone through that. So right now, I want you almost to talk directly to people your age. Why should you deliberately set out to try something knowing that you won't even like it, like you remotely might find some success and of course you want to shoot for the moon but why is it important at your age and you're talking to somebody your age and right now why is it important to have that mentality of you will fail and that's cool yeah so i'm actually gonna take the words of tom billy right out of his mouth or technically right out right out of his twitter um the best way to learn is through action so if you want to learn something go out and do it. Um, even if you 
have a high probability of failing, you will learn something because there's, again, it's the reason why Educate exists. There are just some things that you just can't read about. There are just some things that you just can't see on a blog. You can see a lot of stuff on a blog, and you can see a lot of stuff on a podcast, and you can see a lot of stuff on YouTube videos, but there are some things, and they happen to be very important things, that you can only really learn by just doing it. And so I would say for anyone out there who's like my age, or maybe a little younger, maybe a little older, um, just kind of wanting to get into entrepreneurship, doesn't really know what direction to go, I would say just think of something that you know that you can implement and fail fast. Fail fast, fail quickly, and fail safely, especially if you're my age. I would recommend that you probably try to start a few businesses in your high school career because the repercussions are very minimal. Yeah, and, and actually I'm going to have Jackson weigh in on this, but what has been your key in after you fail fast, what was the, what was the mindset after, or what did you do after you're like, oh, crap, <laughs> now what? Um, so... The oh crap now what it's kind of so what I did after I failed was I wrote down all the things that I learned and I constantly find myself going back to these and seeing okay am I doing this wrong again or how am I improving this and I kind of score myself that's really what I do to improve upon myself. No, I love that I mean that's that's always been what I think is the best what well, we talked about earlier in the school year about the Roth IRA that reflect and adjust if you if you don't reflect there is no iteration. You know, that, that's why I like that IRA. You know, you, it, you, you ideate first and then you iterate from there on out because, um, well, heck, I remember, I remember when you guys were onto something, Colin, you called in um, just some prototype, like some, some students to prototype it. Mm-hmm. And they were shy of telling you that they didn't like a few things about the game. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, 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 brutal. Like, give it to me. Right. Like, get, you know, like, don't, don't sugarcoat it. Like, what do you hate about this? This is gold to me. And I just remember them, like, smiling, like, nervously, like, I don't want to tell you it might hurt your feelings. And you're like, to heck with your feelings. Right. You know, tell me what I want to hear. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's so important because the thing is, if people, if your product, this is this is the epitome of all entrepreneurs. This is like the number one reason why entrepreneurs fail is because you put something out there that you have huge investments in and it turns out no one wants it. That's the worst thing that could happen. That's the worst thing that could happen. And the thing is, if people, if people don't tell you that your product isn't good when they're testing it, people are going to tell, they will tell you out when you're trying to sell it to them and they don't buy it. Right. Because so I'm not I'm not here to feel good about myself. I want a good product. Right. A good product will make me feel good about myself. But I know that it's a process and I know it's a long process and I know I need to get there. And so when I did that initial testing and we still do this, we still do the same thing today. We ask teachers to be brutally honest with us. We still go through testing all the time. And we have we have we have students just give it to us like it is, because the thing is, whether or not they say it, that's how it is. And they're thinking it. And we need to know that because we're trying to optimize our product for them. And, you know, it's, it's something you have to get over. Like, especially a new entrepreneur, if you're, like, really smart, you're ambitious, you, you kind of have an idea of know what you're doing, your pride's going to get in the way of you, you know, really optimizing your business and getting better. That's the growth mindset. You know, it's, it's, it's being better than you were yesterday every day. And that you can only do it through that process. Yeah, I love that. Uh, matter of fact, kind of keying in on that, and you guys don't need to name names. I don't, if you, in case you want to, you can. Um, but the one thing that you also have seen is you guys have found uh, really good mentors and, and really good people you can bounce ideas off of and people you can also go back to and say, be brutally honest with me and they won't sugarcoat those things. Um, tell me some of the things that you've gotten from your mentors this year. 
So, um, I'd say honestly, my biggest mentor are my parents because my mom is heavily into the financial side and then my dad is really big into sales. Um, so my dad, right once he got out of college, started a construction business, which was Stephen J. Ramey Construction. And he would always really just give me lectures on my way to baseball games, which would be like an hour away. So it was just an hour worth of just gut-wrenching lectures, which were annoying at the time, but actually ended up being extremely helpful. Um, his Probably the best advice he's ever given to me was, if you're ever gonna start a business, do it when you're young because you know how much to lose. And I kind of took that to heart of that exactly what Colin was saying earlier, when you're in high school, you should probably start a few startups. Um, and I completely agree with this um, because it's more of just a learning thing. Um, I find myself being far ahead of my peers when it comes to business. I feel like I'm set up to be successful in the future compared to them due to my experience of trying to start a business, seeing what the real world is like, not just what, a, not just what goes on in the classroom. Um, so far this year, my mom, so I was talking to Colin about, so I asked Colin the other day, what are, what business would you start for a $100,000 overhead? And then he gave his answer, I gave my answer. And then I went up to my mom and I told her my answer and she goes, wow, that's like an awful idea. I go, really? And then she starts just like picking it apart. I go, huh? And then, it, like, thanks, but also no <laughs> thanks. Like you, I mean, I was like, thanks, but no thanks. Like you kind of just ruined my dream, but now I have to kind of reconstruct her to see if that was like a complete flop in the making that I just like, stop myself from doing. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that story. Plus, you you are more humane if you, the guy that tells you you've got a booger in your nose or yes, your fly is undone, like those, those are compassion people. Like the, that outfit looks hideous on you. Don't ever wear it again. Like those are loving people. Yeah. Um, Colin. Yeah, so I mean, mentorship has been huge for me. I would definitely would not be here where, where in the position I am right now without my mentors. Um, when I started, my 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 second company uh, last year, Link. Um, I thought I could kind of just do it on my own. I was pretty confident in my entrepreneurial abilities. I was a pretty smart kid and I was really ambitious. And I thought that I could just get it done. Um, but I didn't realize just how competitive the world of entrepreneurship was. And I realized I wasn't just competing with kids my age. I was competing with the best of the best, and there were no excuses, you know. And that's the biggest thing that you have to get through is knowing transitioning from school into entrepreneurship knowing that there aren't any participation grades like this is all everything you're doing is being watched that's what me and Jackson were talking about just the other day so you know I kind of eventually swallowed my pride and reached out to some mentors um, you connected me with John McDonald who's probably been the most influential person in my business career by far um, I, I now since then I now work at clear object which is the company that he um, is the chairman, he's the chairman of the board and the CEO there. And I, I have one-on-one -on -one time with him like several times a week. And then over the summer, I'll be getting paid to have one-on-one -on -one time with him every week. So that's yeah. going to be really fun. Yeah. I, so matter of fact, I want you guys to both double down on that. I, I think I, I've said it till I'm blue in the face in this class. I said, look, the most important thing you can do in this class is, you know, not just try different projects and put yourself out there, but to connect with people. I always roll my eyes when people are complaining that, well, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Okay, know people. And you guys, I think, have a distinct advantage. Um, so tell, tell our listeners why, especially if you're younger, why do you have the distinct advantage of networking 
and what should you do to get started? Well, yeah, I mean, the reason why you should network is pretty simple. I mean, you just don't know everything. And a business has to have a lot of things right. Like a, a successful business has. And, and to be fair, you don't you don't have to have a business <laughs> well, yeah, to, to yeah. go for mentorship. Like this doesn't have to be about yeah, entrepreneurship. I mean, it, could, it, yeah. could, it could literally like say you want to learn how to play guitar, right? I mean, do you know how to play guitar? No. You know who you know who does know how to play guitar? Someone out there that you could talk to and learn from. Yep. I mean, so if you really want to do, every, you have to assume that there's someone out there who knows something that you don't, which is going to be true 100 percent of the time. So you need to reach out to those people, and I mean, if you. Just, I mean, if you don't set yourself up for mentors, you're you're kind of limiting yourself to where the only thing that you could manifest in the world is something that comes out of your head, and that's going to be limited because you don't you don't ha you don't know everything, and you you need people. Um, like networking, for example, this summer I have an internship at Indiana e Economic Development Corporation. This will allow me to meet like heads of extremely large businesses within Indiana, and this will give me extreme opportunities to well, one put yeah but that so that came from the innovate within event right and that also like the way we won that was talking to our mentors and we wouldn't have won that if we didn't get input from them of this is what you're doing this is completely wrong like we talked to brad wolf the other day which was a past student of mr wetrick and he was he's also in the side of business education so he was had extreme input and he's gone through failures within it and it was actually extremely helpful. And then we can implement this within Educate and we would not have won Innovate Within if it wasn't yeah. for that. And then yeah, which one last thing to add. I mean, like as as an entrepreneur, I had I had to have so many things right in order to be successful. And there was just so many, so many aspects of a business or any skill that someone's trying to learn. There there are way more moving parts in it that you that than you think there you there are originally. And so when I had to go learn marketing and Facebook ads, I went to Jeremy, and Jeremy mentored me. When I had to go learn e-commerce to learn how to sell online and create advertisements for different social media platforms like Instagram, I went to Trey Cockrum. When I, when I wanted to learn from my failures and learn how to build a team, I went to Brad Wolf. And so you just have to... You have you have to reach out. You need a big network. Yeah, what I, what I love hearing about all this is, like, you, you guys, the last word you said, you reach out. I, I think that, you know, what you guys just said embodied everything. At your age, first of all, your age is the, the cool part. Like, no offense, most people don't think that 17-year-olds are out there, you know, other than school. I mean, the, you well, know. Not. Right. Not. And so I think that, you know, when you reach out to mentors, whether they're older or the same age as you, they're impressed that you're just trying. Um, but it, like you said, I mean, it, it's also one of the, it's a shorter learning curve. You could learn your own way, the harder way. Um, matter of fact, I think one of the things that I enjoyed watching your journey, uh, Colin, from last year to this year, uh, is that you started to go for practicality instead of the big, huge, sexy mm -hmm. idea. Like yeah, you, your yeah. first, your, your, well, your last year's idea of a company was so ambitious that it was borderline impossible. Mm -hmm. And then you it go to something, possible. and then you guys go to something that um, you, you guys made a board, because you could have made this an app or an electronic game. You guys end up going with something practical and tactile to teach a core idea and thought, and you guys went for practicality this year, and, and I thought that was cool. Uh, but I will say that a lot of people your age get into this idea that they have to do something like competing with Tesla or something like that if it's going to be good. And the honest to God's truth is simple ideas that are executed practically when. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the idea that you need to 
Like, there's nothing wrong with thinking ambitious and saying, oh, I want to compete with Tesla or I want to compete with Google. You could definitely do that, but you need to know how to run a business first. So you need to do something. And that was kind of the reason why I started educating because I still have these big, grandiose dreams about, you know, huge, ambis ambitious businesses I wanted to start later in life. But I knew that there was a zero chance of me ever doing that if I did, did not just get it right once. I need to learn how to at least run a business. So when I came up to educate, I was like, what is something that I could do right now? And like you talk about this in class, and it's so true. You say if you had five hundred dollars, like start me a business. Like like you say, we say this in class all the time. If I gave you a thousand dollars, how would you go make money? Yeah. And that's what I did. We we didn't. I put like twenty dollars into it, and then I got the prototype up and running. I mean, you just need to get experience running a business. It yeah. I it, it honestly does not. It could be anything. Yeah. It could literally be anything. You just need to have experience selling, marketing yourself, and pitching yourself because you before you do that or before you have these huge grandiose companies, mm. you need to get that down. Yep. I mean, a good entrepreneur can sell anything. Well, and I, I do, I, we've even seen some students that will, you know, as soon as Supreme comes out with stuff, mm -hmm. they buy it and resell it. Yeah. That's entrepreneurial. Yeah. You don't have to come up with an Internet of Things company mm -hmm. to call yourself an entrepreneur. Yeah. You, you can make things practical. Speaking of which, the, you, 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 Jackson, you alluded to it earlier, um, the Indian Innovate Within was a pretty cool event, and um, we can get into the money because honestly, for a state-sponsored event, it was pretty generous. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I like the fact that they wanted one. The state is pushing like, "Hey, we really want you guys to be entrepreneurial." First of all, any insights on why you think that the state of Indiana wants you guys to be entrepreneurial? Yeah, I mean, we. I mean, the students now in Indiana are the future of business in Indiana because we are going to be the ones that start bringing in more business. Uh, we are going to be the ones starting new businesses. And with Innovate Within, they're actually starting to promote us more. And we're going to be going, we're hopefully going to New York this summer for that. Um, then we can actually expand our reach more. And it's going to be extremely fun, actually. I can't wait. Yeah. And just to even add on top of that, I think that entrepreneurship is important just like it's always been yeah definitely and but it's it's different now because not only is are we wanting entrepreneurship to grow our economy we're wanting entrepreneurship because entrepreneurship is going to be one of the last few jobs that we have left um you know you can go far down the line talk about automation how jobs are going away but the fact of the matter is entrepreneurialism and freelancing are, is, is definitely the future of the economy because there's no reason, I mean, Jackson and I have done this too. We built, we built our logos and did some of our design work. Instead of hiring someone, we just went on Fiverr and got someone to do it for five bucks. I mean, this, this is the future. This is how people are gonna work. Freelancing is a future. Freelancing is entrepreneurship. So it's, it's not that we just want more entrepreneurialism to grow our economy. It's that we need more entrepreneurialism and more per capita because this, entrepreneurship is going to be one of the last jobs that we have left and something that we can always count on to make us money. Yeah, I, I agree. We're now in the idea and economy. Like mm -hmm. if it, we, I, you of all people know, and, and Jackson's been a part of this too, if it can be automated, it will be mm -hmm. soon. And that's, I mean, heck, your boss literally is making yeah. that, <laughs> yeah. making that happen. So you're right. Fresh ideas. Cause I mean, like, you know, while I may look way younger <laughs> at age 45, I mean, like, you made fun of the guy that was the big idea guy. Mm -hmm. Now they're in high demand. Mm -hmm. And so, um, 
you know, so, although I will say that's one thing I have uh, with some parents. I mean, there's some parents that are like, what are you, what are you going to encourage the kids just to come up with ideas? I'm like, well, yeah, ideas that are executable. Or I think this class has also proven the, um, what, what are you going to do? Have kids play video games for money? You're like, <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> yes. Entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look at, I was, I was watching um, some stuff last night and a professor was, a professor, I think the New York University was kind of talking about, you go back a hundred years and look at entertainment, look at the entertainment industry. It was, it was big. I mean, you had Hollywood, but it was nothing like today. Like I can pull up my iPhone yeah. and I go on yeah. SoundCloud or Spotify yep. and there are millions. And I mean, like an exponential growth in the amount of people who make a living off media yeah. is growing so fast because what happens is in the developed more in the in the developed world things are becoming automated so fast yes. and we're having so much free time that we're indulging ourselves in media we spend way more time on facebook we spend way more time on media youtube soundcloud <laughs> like and these are all entrepreneurs they all work for themselves they all create their own content uh, twitch streamers same thing you know well no i love that because i think and again, when I said the parents, and, and, and for the most part, the parents here are very supportive, um, but like that shift of the consumer versus producer. Mm -hmm. You know, um, in my generation, we were taught to consume. Just read things, take things in, and that'll be fine. Now you're talking about the shift in technology. You can be a, you can be a producer right now, mm -hmm. but we have found that sadly, most people are not. Most people flip through their YouTube and Facebook streams but they're not creating good content. And I think that's what's the most exciting thing to us is um, while the world binge watches, you guys are binge producing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and actually we can get into now, this is probably my favorite thing that's, we haven't really talked about it. We're gonna kind of have a grand celebration here soon on what we're doing, but you know, um, at the end of Innovate Within, they were nice enough to one, these two guys I'm sitting next to uh, in, and individually won about $25,000 each in the competition, which is amazing. But more amazing is after the competition was over, uh, they're working with, well, this is the awkward part. They're working with uh, started up uh, the foundation, which is a, a, a team of people other than me. Um, but we're also going to be doing webisodes. Mm -hmm. Like we, we want the nine finalists to share their journey. Like much like, like much like we've done here on the podcast, you've talked about the highs and lows. Uh, and Jackson, you alluded to it earlier. We're going to be taking some trips to, in, you know, meet some unbelievably cool influencers. I can't really talk about it yet, um, but uh, yeah, you already know who they are. Uh, but um, I, I think that what you said though is so key: is that you know, are you sharing that? Are you documenting your journey? Because I think that uh, it'll inspire. Like, I'm hoping you're going to get emails out of today's episode and saying, "Hey, I'm 17 and I want to get off my butt now," or "Wow, I'm a teacher and I want some students to listen to this." Or I'm a parent. Um, but like in your documenting of your journey, other than this really cool India Innovate Within webisodes, uh, how do you plan on sharing this journey with Educate and beyond? Um, so. Each week, Colin and I have been doing weekly reflections. Also, we just recorded our Y video, and the summer we plan on, um, actually this week we have a fellow innovation student, Daniel, Daniel Isaacs. Isaacs, recording videos for us. And throughout the summer, we're gonna have Facebook ads going up, and these um, videos will also just play now be on our uh, Twitters and our Facebook. Uh, and then people can just be able to see them if they wanna see what's going on. 
also it would just be cool to just look back on this like not even looking at it at the brain side this will just be cool to look back of like um yes. oh i was doing this also i can learn from what i was doing it's like oh i was doing that then mm -hmm. and now i'm here it's a video resume yeah. too yeah it's a video resume i mean i love that yeah i mean you know kind of going moving even further in the point that everything is going like meet you know gary talks about this so much and he he gets this so right and that honestly blew my mind how he's already thinking this far ahead and it's it's really coming true but every company is a media company yes and if you're not sharing because everyone's everyone's watching now i mean before it was everyone's watching like it's very centralized like any news or any kind of information would come out through like big big networks or whatever like that but now it's everyone's responsible for their own journey everyone's responsible for their own story you know one of the big things that jerry jeremy taught me was that you sell your story and that people buy your product as a consequence. People don't buy your product, people buy your why. People buy why you do what you do. And so it's very important to us, at least, that, that we share our story and that we, we, really get on, we really get people on board with what exactly we, what, what exactly we believe and what we stand for. Um, and that's, that's what we're doing with Daniel. That's what we're, that's what we're really heading into this summer. I love that. No, I, one, because yeah, <laughs> Jackson was alluding to it earlier. It, it's just you being able to look back on this. I, like, I would give, I'd give you $50,000 if I could watch in 1991 young, young Donnie Wetrick and some of his grandiose ideas. Like some of those ideas came to fruition and some of them didn't. Mm -hmm. I could listen to the naivete probably in my voice in 1991 or the ambition. I, like, I, I just love it just for the practicality of that. You will enjoy these videos. You will enjoy these reflections when you're in your 30s, 40s, whatever. Um, but yeah, you're also right in the sense that if more people can understand your heart, um, you know, we have a rule of thirds in here. Are you passionate about it? I remember when you started your stock picking club, that was one of the sticking points. You know, are you passionate about it? Yes. Are you going to acquire skills is the second point. Yes. Third point is who is it helping other than yourself? And that's one thing I like about the educate game. It's, it's helping more than yourself. It's bigger than you. It's also helping educators make things fun and practical for understanding, you know, money and, and, and you know, starting a company and things like that. So I, I dig, I dig all that. Um, also, if you guys are interested, uh, the, the, the web channel, I, um, again, we talked about all these weekly videos that are going to start soon. Uh, you can go to our YouTube channel and we're also going to have a LinkedIn channel. Uh, if you go to startitupfoundation.org, uh, you can check those things out there or just, you know, put in those searches on YouTube and things like that. Guys, last thing, uh, give us your final information on where to find you and all that good information. Sure. So... I, I spend a lot of time on Twitter and Facebook. Um, if, you, if you want to ever reach out to me or ask me a question, definitely those are the two platforms you can do that on. Uh, for Twitter, my handle is Colin with one L underscore Wareham underscore. I'm pretty sure we could put it like in the description or something somewhere uh, written out. And then for Facebook, I believe it's just at Colin Wareham. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll be on those two platforms. And if, if you don't know my two handles, you'll probably see a lot of stuff surrounding like Don's um, Don's social media as well. So, um, I'm mostly on Twitter, and I've just now started to get into Facebook. Facebook is just Jackson Ramey. Um, my Twitter is Ramey Jackson, and Ramey ends with two Ys, and Jackson ends with two Ns. Also, if you want to email me, it's Jackson at GetEducate.com. Educate is spelled E-D-U-C-A-I-D. 
Very good, guys. I'm proud of you. Uh, enjoyed having you guys on the show, but mostly I enjoyed hearing you guys reflect on not only just the Indiana Innovate Within, but just the year in general. I think that this is going to bring a lot of value to people your age. And again, if you're a teacher or a parent or a student, reach out to the guys. Um, they have uh, quite a bit of experience under their belt now of the highs and lows, and uh, I think they're going to be an asset to a lot of people. Other than that, this is Don Wetrick reminding you again that opportunities are everywhere. We'll see you.